Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about aura exceptions, how your aura may kind of wander away from the general rule of things. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Yeah, so I mean, I've, I've noticed that a lot because I do the, I lead a lot of the discussion groups or part of the discussion groups. And people, you know, we give, we do try to get people confirmed if they, if they join the discussion group. Of course, it helps to know your colors. And I'll give them the confirmation from you, of course. And then let's say they're yellow. Let's say, you know, you're yellow, blue. And then, you know, sometimes they'll be like, well, I don't relate to being organized or something like that, you know, because usually yellow means organized. Right. Right. For you, for your characteristics. So I try to tell them, you know, you don't have to be every single thing right. on the Mr. Michaela checklist for <laughs> right. yellow. Like, right. You know, you're probably a, a lot of them, but mm-hmm. you don't have to be every single thing. You could be a yellow and unorganized. Yeah. And so I try to tell them that. And that's kind of. I don't know. That's what I've been getting a lot. Yeah, I think same. I think people get stuck in the symptoms. So I have to teach these things yeah. like as a general a general rule kind of like and, and have my checklists. And I've done that and just based on what I see majority speaking. But really, it's sim- like these little actions like your closet or your pantry looks a certain way is a symptom of being a yellow aura, if <laughs> right. that makes sense. The real cause of it has more to do with... I like order. I like structure. I like things to look a certain way. I like to be in control of microcosms in my environment. Like you can put that in different spots in your life depending. But a lot of them just happen to have really good closets, you know. So it's just kind of – so you're not going to relate to everything. And and some of it has to do with where you are in life too. You know, when, I, when you're younger, you can kind of present more one color versus when you get older. So it, it depends – on a lot of different factors. So we're going to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I, and I think we might've talked about this before, but if we were putting this in terms of, let's say like, let's say we're taking a green person, mm-hmm. a green, and let's say a green person that wasn't so into the aura color thing. Sure. Right. You know, they would probably take your lists mm-hmm. and they would say, okay, you know, for every 10 people that you read, let's say, mm-hmm. you know, you categorize, you find out in a, in a reading, you found out these categories characteristics. Mm-hmm. And then you would apply those to the different colors, yellow, red, green, whatever. And then, so over time you developed this. So, so this isn't really something that you could find in any book. No. This is from your, all the data that you've gathered, yes. you know, for lack of a better word, <laughs> using a green right. word data. So basically it's all data. And then yeah. what you're basically saying, based on all these people's readings, this is what I've come up with. Yes. It's like, it's like back to when I was teaching because this is really when I started to notice, Hey, wait a second. These colors around people I've seen forever mean something for just because yellow is the easiest one to talk about in a lot of ways. You know, I noticed like with a lot of the yellow aura kids are the ones that presented more yellow aura. It's like they wanted the grammar lessons more than anyone else. They want to know why. Right. And if you're a yellow aura, you just want to know why a lot more than other people. Purple auras don't really need to always know why. They'll, right. they'll come up with that on their own. Yeah. But yellow auras are like, no, why? And they'll ask you questions and they'll ask you lots of questions. And, the, and if it doesn't make sense, they'll look at you kind of, they'll kind of look at you. And then you're like, okay, you need more. They're like, yeah, more, you know? So, and, and they, they just want to know in themselves 
the most they can. So that's really like the yellow aura thing. But how does it present? It presents as them being like, what's the past participle? What happens after the consonant? It presents that way. Okay. So it's like, oh, yellow auras are grammar freaks, you know, right. but not every yellow right. aura. Not and every they yellow might, has to be. Their whys might go to different parts in their life. All right. Well, now, okay. So, of course, you got to make everything about me. Yeah. So... <laughs> So I consider myself the quintessential red blue. Okay. So let's go through your list and I'll go through your, cause you're purple indigo and I'll yeah. go through your list. Okay. But let's see if there's any ones that I don't really relate yeah, to at all. Yeah, let's see what you relate you, to, what versa. you don't. Okay. Let's all do right. It. Okay. So you want me to go first? You yeah, go you, first. you go first. All right. So I have my red aura checklist. Okay. My data is collected. <laughs> um, yes. It's funny. Okay. So with red aura, let's see. Uh, vibe intense. Vibe intense. Young, okay, so you were talking about age. I would yeah. say younger, yes. more intense. 100%. Uh, you know, now, not so intense. <laughs> yeah, it's more sporadic. It, and it can be intense at times, yes. You know, strong and assertive. Strong and assertive? I, I mean, at times. At times. Yeah. It depends. Yeah, at times. Okay. It depends. Yeah. Natural leader. I, I try to be. Yeah. yeah. That one I do. Needs to be in charge and control. Yes. Yes, that's a definite. <laughs> well respected when balanced. Oh, well, that one I don't know. Now, now my blue's coming out. I don't know how well respected. <laughs> um, when you were teaching, I yeah. think. I mean, I, I, it's a, it's a big thing for me. Yeah. To be respected. Yes. So that is that that is true. That's a red aura thing. That's a red. I and I and I do try to give respect to everybody. That's a red aura like, thing too. Like no matter who you are, I will try to respect you. Yeah, as long as that keeps up between yep. you as long then, as it's have, then it's even good even if you disagree with somebody correct yeah correct even if there's a, a disagreement as long as everyone's civil and there's respect fact, if there's a mutual respect no yes. problem no problem yeah yeah um okay alpha energy i mean at times i try yeah, yeah. The so, cat, far, so far these the are cats would disagree Paul. okay the team disagree. teamwork yes. teamwork Okay, so they're not so much. That, that one, I'm, I don't really... You like... I'd a, rather work alone sometimes. I think you like a team, but you like to be in charge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Motivated by competition and challenge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's you. Yep. Logical. Logical, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's my number one thing, logical. Yeah. Protective. Definitely, You're very protective. Yeah, Good fine. instincts. You read most, people pretty well. Most of the time. Sometimes I'm off. I think you read people pretty well. Risk taker. I mean, that that one, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know if I relate to that one so much. Well, you do stocks and stuff, but you do it in like your own way. Yeah. But that's, I appreciate that, by the way. When, but when I, when you were younger, you took more risks. A little bit more risk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That might be a younger. Um, fitness, like cardio, weights, that kind yeah, of I like thing. Yeah. I like to do yeah. weights. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of what I have for reds. All right. So, I mean, so I pretty much fit everyone for You're, the most part yeah. so i'm a bit maybe i'm a bad example for that no i mean i think if i was gonna talk about like red aura women that's where a lot of the exceptions come in because society can sometimes be so cruel to red aura women and make them feel like they're so they can kind of suppress some of those things and get defensive about it right so if you tell a red aura woman which is why i don't always like telling red aura women that they're red because they're going to argue with me because they're <laughs> yeah. red, which is how I know you're red because you start to argue with me yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And then I'll say something like, be whatever color you want. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't just, you do no. you. It's fine. You go pick the rainbow, pick your own color. I don't care. But, um, 
I think they get defensive about it because if you tell a red or a woman like, hey, you know, you're strong, you're assertive, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, because oh, unfortunately our society is kind of, you know, connoted those things and be without, with not being feminine, which isn't true, you know, but that's what society tells you. So I see that more in women where they kind of don't align with that as much when they're red auras. Okay. Because they can feel like you're you're actually calling them a, a B-I-T-C-H is what they think you're calling them. Okay. And, and it's like, I'm not calling you that. I'm calling you protective and strong and assertive and, and that kind of thing. All right. So, let me yeah. do the – before – we'll do the blue for me, but let me do the indigo for you. Okay. And then we'll make some match here. So okay. let me get the – let me get your indigo checklist. And All right. see if you fit the boxes for this. All right. All right. Vibe, compassionate. I mean, I think so. I think so. Okay. Empath to the highest degree. I feel very, I'm very much an empath. Yeah, yes. you're, yeah. <laughs> very, okay. Absor- you absorb. I do. I do. Okay. Need alone time to heal. Yeah, I sure I mean, do. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll be just sitting in the, you know, watching TV and then all of a sudden we look over, you're gone. Where, like, where'd she where'd go? go? Where'd mom go? And then if we try to find you during that time, oh, forget it. <laughs> then a red comes out. <laughs> That's not true. So- <laughs> Sometimes I just need my alone time. Yeah. Like, and, like, and everyone needs their alone time. This is just a, this is just a quick funny story. Uh, this is, we'll get right back to it. So the other day, I secretly bought a film by Kirk shirt, which is from Gilmore Girls. And I had like this whole funny joke I was going to do. And I put on my Luke outfit, which is my... My, uh, what do you call that? Flannel shirt with my Gilmore, backwards hat. Gilmore Girl references. Yeah, mm-hmm. these are Gilmore Girl references. Thank God the show's over now and we're done with that so we can move on. Oh, yeah, we finished it. And so I had the shirt underneath and, you know, I'm like, oh, I want to tell the joke. I want to tell the joke. But you were having your alone time in the bathroom <laughs> that, doing your thing. Every time you say it, it sounds really inappropriate. Well, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I just have to well, kind of like. do your hair and your makeup, whatever. I don't know what you do. I listen to spiritual trap music. Right. And I do my skincare routine. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's right. what I do. Uh, I was not implying Jumanji. Okay. <laughs> so I want to tell the joke and, you know, like my, my red's getting going because I really want to tell the joke and you're not getting out of there and I'm like pacing the pacing back and forth in the hallway. And then finally you came out like, what, what, what could it be? I was, oh, I was taking a bath. I yeah, had uh, just gotten in my Epsom salt bath and I, I feel you just walking outside the door. I feel it. Right. And I'm like, are you okay out there? Like I thought something was wrong. I know. And I hurried out of my Epsom salt bath and I wasn't finished like, sh- you know, sh- shredding all my energy. Right. And, and then, I'm like, what, what? And you're like. Fine. And then, so fine. Then I, you know, I had my flannel shirt, but underneath it, I had the Kirk shirt on. So I right. take off my flannel. I'm like I don't want to be Luke today, and I take off my flannel shirt and my hat, and I come out with the with the Kirk shirt on, which is right. filled by Kirk, which is an inside joke on the on the Gilmore Girls. And then you guys were just like, "Yeah, it felt flat." It was like your yeah. timing was, it was off. My timing was off because, because, I, because I thought something was wrong. You and were then an Bree, who's red, like felt feels like you're a poser. You're a Gilmore Girls fan poser because yeah. you didn't watch because I didn't watch season one, one two, through three. four. Yeah, one through four. All right. All right. Well. Well. Anyway. So don't interrupt an indigo's. Dodin. Oh. Yes. Dodin. <laughs> the moral of the story here is whatever special need time. Be alone is. time okay. to heal. Okay. <laughs> uh, thoughts and feelings constantly cohabit. Cohabitate with others. Oh, yes. oh, that's you to a T. Oh, my God. That's you to a T. It's the worst. Uh, communicate non-verbally via energy. Yeah, you're always doing that. Yeah. Fitness. Water. Nature walking. Solitary. Yeah, I'm not big on water. And yeah, a lot well, okay. of indigos are. 
Like, I like to be near it or sit near it, but I don't need to go in it. Yeah, you're not, like, a big swimmer. I'm not a huge like swimmer. That. No. And um, so... You do, like, nature walk, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, your walk. Yeah, you know, yeah. working out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Love reds and greens. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, I didn't go into the love thing. Oh, okay. With you. Health. Horm- okay, so... Yeah. All right. So, okay. anyways, I, so you, so- I'm way more indigo now, though, than when you met me. Yeah, I agree. I 100% yes, I agree with feel you. that way. Now, you're blue, too. And this okay. is kind of more... So this I, is where we might get more This is where... I, yeah, like compassionate. Okay. Like you, like you are I, I, if you yeah. feel like... I don't, I don't want to answer for you. Okay. okay. I, I feel I am. I think I, I think I am more than I used to be. I feel like it's things, discretionary. It's discretionary. <laughs> Sometimes I am. Sometimes. When it comes to kids. Of course. All the time. Well, I would hope like so. Like, I mean... And old people. And old people. You're very nice to the old people. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm more than I used to be. When the... When the yeah. Okay. <laughs> the injustices. If injustice comes about... Right. Compassion That's comes where out you get a lot. It gets mixed up with your red, and then you get, like, an anger. Then... Yeah, then it, then it gets... But, yeah, but that's blue, right. But blue... Like, really, people who are mostly blue, they don't get angry. They just kind of... Like, you're not a nurse. Well, you know what I mean? But then like, I get... Yeah, no. That I couldn't do. No. Anything medical, I couldn't Like touching do. people. No. You're not a big toucher. Yeah. You're not a physical healer. No. Not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like, you can be blue and not want to, like, you know, stitch up people's yeah. wounds. Or be a nurse. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can be blue and not want to be a nurse. That yeah. could be, like, super not your thing. Right. So, like, you know, you can be blue and want to be more of a protector, but it comes from that place. So sometimes with blue aura people, like, they who don't associate themselves with that, like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, but, like, why, you know, you, they're not under, like, sometimes that's your starting point. Like, there is a need here, and then you go into your action point. And some people just stay in the starting point. Like, oh, my gosh, let me come assist you. Let me talk to you. Let me help you. The solution for them is more of, like, a talking thing, yeah. and yours is more of, like, an action thing. Yeah. Um. Feel ca- feel called to do God's work. Uh. No. I no. mean, I don't, I don't know what that. Was that mean? Like, kind of like selfless acts of service. No. Okay. Yeah, and that's okay. There's nothing. You know, yeah. we all so we this, all have. This is fitting better. Yes. For our for our holds topic today. feelings of others. No. Like you hold on to it. Like no. you can't get past it. No. Okay. Um. Can feel victimized. Sometimes, if I'm really down yeah. on myself, sometimes, yeah. but not I, not all, I'm not often. Need I don't know. Sometimes. to work on receiving. It's hard for you to receive a gift or a compliment. Or yes, a, that's true. Yeah. You know, I, and I and I am truly grateful, but sometimes it comes off as like, you know, like <laughs> when you got me the bathing suit, and I really did love the bathing suit. <laughs> But like when you got it for me, I was just like, "Oh, thank you." For no, the, the suit. kids and I have a joke because we give you gifts, and yeah. you're just like, "Oh," and we're like, "We're so glad you love it." Thanks. Like, so we well, just get you joke gifts now. Right, yes, and I love the coffee. <laughs> Everyone knows I love a coffee. Like we get you something like, "Oh, thanks, coffee," and we're like, "Okay." Uh, yeah, but I, re- I mean, yeah. Okay, that was hard. For, that's hard no, I know me. it's hard for you to receive. All right, so that's like you know, and a lot of the jobs don't fit you, like nurse, therapist, caregiver, service. Yeah, if I, you could not, like human resources, like could you? I yeah, I, I guess you're right. <laughs> you yell at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the blue, my blue. I so, feel more blue than I feel like I'm gravitating more blue lately, okay. though. Like I feel like things that things do have been starting to impact me a little bit. Mm. Like I do, like that normally wouldn't. 
Yeah, I'm going to talk about that coming up because like as you kind of go more into your spiritual awakening, you can like unlock, (laughs) you can unlock, unlock some of your aura attributes. Yeah. And then what happens, and then you're right. What happens with my blue is it starts off blue Mm -hmm. and then I'll feel horrible about the thing. Let's say it's happening to somebody and then it turns red Yeah. because then I'm like, why is this going on in the world? Why is there such injustice? Why is there such like a, let's say such a difference in socioeconomic backgrounds and I get right. like furious about yeah. it and then I can't do anything about it. Yeah. That's what usually happens. Yeah. And I, then I, and it turns like to anger. Right. So yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, then I just go off on how horrible the world is. Yes, I know. Or you try to do something about it. Sometimes. Yeah. I, I mean, I try to. Yeah. I do. I mean, I do. I, I, I'm, if I see someone in need, I do that. Like, I don't tell anyone. I know. I don't tell anyone. I do no, you're not. You don't do that. Like, I'll tell you. I didn't even tell you. So, like, a month ago. You never tell ago, me these you things. Want, you want me to tell you now? I'll All right. Go ahead. Tell me now. I just one stuck with me and I, I what tried happened? to block it out of my mind. I, it was late at night. I was walking out of Target. Okay. There was a mom and a daughter. Oh, God. That, you know, with a sign. They spoke Spanish. Oh. Need food. Oh, my God. Now, again, I don't know if this is the real deal, but the kid was there. And yeah. The kid had to do this. How old is the kid? Abby's age. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, well, what, what do you, I, I wasn't going to, I don't give just money. You know, yeah. I don't know if the mom, you know, I don't know if the you situation is there. No judgment, but you just don't do that. Right. And um, so we, we had a little bit of a communication of like how, and actually someone who spoke Spanish came over. Oh, really? And talked. And okay. the, the girl, the little girl said grapes, and I actually had grapes. Oh. I gave them right over to her. Oh, good. Uh, and then I said, "All right, you know what? I'm going back in. I'll yeah. be back. Just wait here. Just wait here." Oh, you didn't here. even tell me this. No, I know. Yeah, I could. It, it's I. Oh, Scott. I was so angry that a child was in this position. Yeah. Um. So I went in. I got all the kid foods that, oh. I, that I know the girls like. So oh I got like God. Lucky Charms. I got, yeah. Uh, Probably foods that are probably not the greatest for you, but no, yeah, but um, who cares? Lucky Charms and all the, that kind of stuff. Yes, muff, I got them the uh, mini muffins. Oh my God, Scott! Yeah. But then after, so I gave all the stuff to the lady. Yeah, went back and I got grapes for our girls. Cause I got, right, of you know, course. Okay, I gotta get the grapes. Again. Right. Oh, um, I'm crying. And then, uh, but I couldn't get the image of that girl out of my head. Oh, I, I know. That she had to do that. I know. So I know. And it's probably really hard for them to find services because they don't speak. Yeah. Well, probably mom doesn't speak English. Did the little girls speak English? No, Better? she was very shy. Okay. That's hard. Because she, it's hard. It, the, people can say things like, oh, they're services or whatever. Like, yeah. well, they can't but speak her, English. When I, and I handed all the stuff to the little girl. And, uh, you know, she when she's all oh like, you God. But then after it was over yeah. and I was back in the car, I didn't feel like I did anything good. I felt like pissed off. Yeah, I know. I was like mad. Like I know. Fuming. That like why? That why does this happen? I know. Right. Ugh. I have to God. move on. All right, purple. <laughs> For you. All right. How do you tap that? I guess right. All I right, don't know. I All don't right. know if we can follow it. <laughs> I'm like we're like both sobbing. No, it's just. And now we're stuck about purple. <laughs> now I'm all mad again about the world and everything. <laughs> Red ranting again. All right. Purple vibe spontaneous. I used to be. Used to be more. more. <laughs> Creative. I got really lame and <laughs> creative kinda... and artistic. Now you are very now here. I very am creative with words. Yes. So this is the thing that me and purple don't align with. I'm not an artist. Like I can't draw. I'm not good with design. I don't have like a personal wardrobe style that's interesting. You know, I dress like a teacher. You know what I mean? Like so, it's yeah, not. But you're, you're creative. 
be on, you know, like with social media. And that's why I try to tell people who are purple who are like me. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm the same way. Like I can't pick yeah. up a pen and I can't sing. You know what I mean? I right. can't do any of that. But you, I'm I'm a creative problem solver. Yeah. Or if I I can kind of like I don't know. I like to go on things and learn. I like to learn new things. Like you know, I got on TikTok and I'm like, all right, let's figure this crap out. You know, like I'll get creative that way. Yeah, you're definitely creative that way. And then artistic, yeah. Like you're not gonna you don't no. yeah you're not painting anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know. Even when I was teaching, I never had, like, the best bulletin boards or anything like that. I just wasn't good like that. But I'm creative, like, you know, with what I do here. Or Or just here, on here. Yeah, on here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Intuitive. Yeah, of course, yeah. Rebellious? In tiny, tiny, tiny ways. Okay. In tiny ways, I think I am. I do not like to be told what to do. And that is a big purple, like, that's across the board. Okay. Yeah. Free spirit? You know, inside. Like, I don't, I have, I, yeah, I do not have judgment for other people's life choices. I don't care about any of that. And I think everybody should, as long as they're not hurting anybody, like, go for it. I get really weird. Like, I don't like when people judge that. I hate, you know, all that. Yeah. All right. Hate being told what to do. We covered that one. Feel yeah. before they know. That, yeah. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, it's hard. It was hard for me to, like, understand that that's okay. But yeah. Highly emotional at times, definitely. Yeah, sometimes. Definitely, yeah, definitely. yeah, I get really upset. Attract all sorts of interests. Oh, like you're trying to, I think, interesting people. Interest. Oh, attracting all sorts of interesting people. Yeah. I've always had odd friends. Yeah. In in the good odd. I like different people. I do. I do. (laughs) I like people that are different. Yeah. I like that. Energy reader. Definitely. Fitness, fun, dancing. Used to be more. Yeah. More for that. Used to be more than you But But every once in a while you do want to go. It depends. It depends. Okay. Yeah. So, I got older. So there are more. I used to be more purple. Yeah. So there's more no's for the purple now and more yeses for the indigo. Yeah. And that might have flip-flopped that with flip-flop. your age. And age will flip-flop that for you. Okay. So that's another thing. All right. So hopefully now, that, and if you know your colors. Yes. And there's a couple of things that don't match the checklist. Yeah. And I'm going to okay. go into all the colors coming up. All right. The segment went a little bit long. because my, my story there. But <laughs> we have one ad. And then when we come back, we're going to do uh, animal readings again. Are you looking to get your financial future organized? Well, if you don't have life insurance yet, that should be at the top of your list. Fabric by Gerber Life is the easy one-stop shop you need with life insurance and other family finance solutions all in one place. Fabric was designed by Parents for Parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. Fabric's new lower prices could mean potentially significant savings over other providers with great quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. Life insurance can have a bad rap for being complicated, but Fabric makes it easy to apply with its seamless digital experience. It's all online and on your time. And if you need extra support, Fabric's team of licensed insurance agents can answer questions along the way. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply, see your quote, and then personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric has partnered with Gerber Life, trusted by millions of families like yours for over 50 years. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash K-Y-A. That's meetfabric.com. 
dot com slash k y a meet m e e t fabric dot com slash k y a policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Those pesky subscriptions you sign up for and then forget totally about. Do you even know how much your subscriptions cost? Most Americans think they're spending around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 You forget. And you don't exactly know how much you're spending every month. You need rocket money to help you. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. I do. I know I do. Like that streaming service you bought to watch just that one show on or that free trial that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel. That's it. And Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No you know, long hold times with customer service where they're trying to convince you not to do it. And, you know, you're on chase or that tedious emailing back and forth with people that don't care. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash KYA. That's rocketmoney.com slash KYA. Rocket money.com slash KYA. Because we're doing aura exceptions today, I thought it would be fun to do pet exceptions. Okay. These are different kinds of pets. And I took your Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family pets that you put on the thread over on our Facebook page. And we picked a couple what would you call it? Like unconventional pets. Yeah. I I mean, I'm going through the ones that you sent me (laughs) and we have a duck. Oh my gosh. Now you're you're reading. Yeah. And this is going to be, some of these are going to be a challenge. Yeah. So so what do we have for the first one? Yeah. We have a hamster. We got a horse. Okay. Here we go. All right. Sierra S writes, this is MacGyver, my heart horse and my dearest love for my teenage years. My mom sold him without my knowledge or consent. That wasn't nice. That's not nice. And without any good reason, and it devastated me. I still think about him all the time, even though I'm sure he has since crossed the Rainbow Bridge. All I'd like to know is if he had a safe, happy life and was cared for after we separated. So MacGyver is making me cry. Oh, boy. So hard. This is hard. Um, Oh, wow. Okay, this horse. So I'm an empathic medium. So this horse is coming through like a person. In that I feel, I mean, all animals have emotion and, and all of that, but this horse is so protective of you, Sierra, and loves you so much. And it's like parental to you, like a parental figure and gave you unconditional love and was always worried about you and making sure like this horse feels like he, he, he feels like a mom or a dad energy to you. Like, so this horse the separation, I get like he knew what was happening. And, and just so you know, he knew you didn't know. That's a big thing that he wants you to know. He knew that wasn't you that made that choice. He knew that. I do get that he passed. I do get that he passed. And I get this feeling that 
there's this older man around him. And I'm just seeing an image of an older man. So um, if I was talking to you, I'd be like, do you know this person? Otherwise, this is where he went next. Because I feel like he's trying to show me where he went next. But I get an older man. I get other horses. And this man is very, like, sinewy and very, like, he's a horse guy. Like, he's all, he's not a big talker, but he's good with horses. And it feels like there were other horses, but I get this guy taking care of him. It wasn't the same as being with you um, at all. But I do feel like he was he was cared for and, and whatnot. But I also get that the love that he had with you, that's it. You know, it was you two. And that, that was his greatest love in life. And so where he went next, it was okay. But I think the biggest thing he wants you to know is he knew it wasn't you that did it, in case you were wondering. Wow. Oh, man. He's making me... He just... The love I'm getting from this horse. Oh, and I'm getting... I don't know if this is something. Okay, so hold on. <laughs> it's hard to put it into words because they don't talk. So I just get feelings. So my, his question, front, right leg, did he have something with that? Either Now, I just get like a sensation in it and it's kind of like tingly. So I don't know if this is him showing me this is like how he communicated or like sometimes I can get that if that's like the leg they used a lot for something or if he had an issue there. Those are my two questions. But um, something with that because it's really tingly. Like ner- it feels like nerves or something, which is kind of interesting. interesting. Oh, man. That's a, that was a hard one. All right. Well, hopefully Sierra hears the episode. I hope and so. And she'll let us know on that one. Yeah. In the Facebook group. Wow. Oh, he does look like a. A good horse. He looks like a good horse. Ugh. I like his uh, little outfit. What is yeah. It? His little, <laughs> his little, like the, she the has scarf. a scarf. I'll yeah. put these pictures up on the page. Yeah, I'll put them up on the page. Yeah. All right. So now, now we're getting into the real woo-woo here. <laughs> I mean, this is going to make, you know, this is where I almost – I mean, I draw the line on this pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I'm all right with the cats and the dogs right. and the horses. But right. next we have Carla M. who sends in Hammy. Hammy. Who's a hamster. <laughs> This is the classroom pet at school. This is a challenge. In her kindergarten classroom. <laughs> All right. And I think it's Hammy. like a, it look, a teddy bear hamster. I'm going to be honest. I have my own hamsters and there's <laughs> yeah. just not a lot <laughs> okay. radiating from them. <laughs> okay. Let's just put it that way. But let me tell you about Hammy. Tell me about Hammy. Hammy's seen some things, man. <laughs> Hammy's... Hammy's, kindergarten class. Hammy's like, like Hammy's got like Vietnam War vet vibes or something. Like, yeah, man, I've seen it. Like, honestly, that's the energy Hammy gives me. Like, he trusts no hand that comes in that cage. (laughs) Hammy, um, knows what noise is. You know what I mean? Like, he gets, he gets it all. Uh, Hammy feels like he. You know, animals are funny. Like, they don't pity themselves, and they don't really question their lot in life. But just what I get from him is there's, I guess, he's just accept. You know, he feels really, I feel, you might have him too exposed in the room. And I know he's a class pet. <laughs> I get that it's <laughs> kindergarten. Right. But just from Hammy's point of view, I feel like you stick him in a corner or something. I don't know if he's out in the open because... Maybe if you stuck him in a corner, at least, like, two of the walls of his cage would be, like, wall instead of, like, open air 
or something okay. because I feel like he does not he, it, like it's all sides. It's like all sides. They're just coming at him. Yeah, and he and and I feel like he needs more corn like somewhere where he knows like no one can come from at least these two sides or something. Okay, because it's a lot of that. But he's fine. I don't want like anybody feeling bad for Hammy. Like he feels tough and he understands. It. I feel like he gets really good treats. Okay. I feel like she brings him really good treats. Like he feels like he's one of those hamsters. I think he's eats better than our hamsters. He feels like he gets like she's giving him carrots and fresh stuff all the time. Because I feel like he eats good. All right. Okay. So, so ba- I do get so, that. So basically, the two thirty bell rings. Hammy sit. You know, all the kids clear out, and then Hammy like sits back. Hammy like takes right. out that carrot, starts crunching. <laughs> yeah, it's like his beer. Ah. He's like, it's there a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, he's got like, a all right. <laughs> we made it. He's like, got his little cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. All right. Now, Carla. He's, he like has a like a like a art sketch pad where he's sketching yeah. like the the horrors that he's seen today. Okay, Carla. All right, Carla M. If any of this resonates and is true, my mind will be so blown. That, that you He's can a read a hamster. hamster. Yeah. Okay. So he doesn't feel like he bites too much or anything. I just please, Carla, if you are listening, please write and tell us if this is true I'm or not. I'm sure Carla's a good hamster mother. No, don't I don't. No, wrong. I'm not saying she's not. But if yeah. it's true about that like cage thing or <laughs> all that stuff, I, my mind will be blown. I need to know the cage thing. He yeah. feels exposed. I will. I'm exposed. I will never doubt any okay. spiritual thing ever <laughs> okay. again. I mean, it is a hamster. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm stretching my abilities yeah, here. All right. And now the next one, I'm really stretching. All right. So Jamie, we go to Jamie R., and she sends in a picture of her duck. This one is of her, a one stretch, of her you guys. I am stretching myself. All okay. Right. Her name is Sunshine. Oh. And all right. So what do you get off Sunshine? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the duck. Well, let's see. Sunshine feels like a social duck. I wonder if Sunshine knows she's a duck, by the way. Okay. Um, she has kind of like, like I, I get her wanting to, why can't I walk in the house? Or, you know, like she feels... And I feel like she likes shoes. I don't know. There's something with shoes. I don't know if she just associates because that's her height. Like when I see boots or I see shoes, like I'm happy because she knows that's her people or something. I don't know. Cause I get like a, like she likes that. She feels like a happy duck. Like, I, I mean, I don't have any experience really with ducks, like beyond, you know, nor I think a regular person who's not around them, but, um, she feels like she's not a big biter. You know, sometimes ducks can be mean. And she yeah. doesn't feel mean. She feels really social. She feels like she wags her little tail, I guess you call it. And, and that's really honestly what I'm getting off her. I don't know if she knows she's a duck. That's my biggest thing. She okay. feels like she might not even understand certain behaviors that ducks are supposed to have. Okay. And I wonder if, even though I'm sure she loves water, I wonder if she's more kind of a land bird or something. So I don't know. So, like she just feels like she's not so much duck and she might be more human identified. Okay. Or oh and the, but there feels like there's other animals too. Oh she no, she didn't say that. I feel like there's other animals around her too and she's not sca- she's not scared of things either. So I don't know if there's like cuz it feels like there's other animals that like I don't know. I don't okay. know. The, the cats or whatever. I don't know. She feels like she's not she's just like whatever. She's got a confidence about her. Okay, so sunshine's a duck that doesn't know She's, a, she's duck. a duck. Who doesn't know she's a duck? duck? I think that, remember that movie, Babe? Oh, you don't remember. There was like the goose that was yeah. trying to be a cat. Like okay. that. I don't know. So, so do, like, does Hammy know he's a hamster? Hammy knows he's a he's hamster. A hamster. <laughs> Hammy's very aware. Man. Hammy, Hammy reminds me of like in that movie, Zootopia. He's going to be like, like <laughs> one of those. 
Which one? Like, like, the, like yeah, maybe the mafia boss. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> are those hamsters? I don't think they're. Uh, no, oh, those are rats. I know maybe they were rats. I know something along those lines. Yeah, but, all right, la- all right, here we go. One more. Hammy. Hammy. Oh my god. I hope. I mean, if you're right, I don't know what I'm going to do if you're right on that. <laughs> my whole world is going to change. All right, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, can't take a step back, dude. No, no, yeah. It's a hamster. No, I know, but how would you have gotten that right? I mean, it's impossible. I don't know. I mean, just impossible. He, it's he a probably, hamster. He probably moves a lot, like, around the classroom. I just don't think he likes to be exposed. Okay. Like, for all four sides are no bueno for him. All right, all right. All right, Carol L. All right, this is Piper. Piper is a small horse that her son rescued a year ago. We believe she's about 14 years old. All right, what do you get from Piper, who's like a, was that a pony or a I don't, miniature, know what, right? I don't know miniature. what Piper is. Um, <laughs> she looks like a dog horse. She's really cute. Okay. Piper, to me, she's sweet. She has a bit of a sadness upon her. I wonder what her life was like before. Oh, I guess she was a rescue. All right. So that makes sense. Like, I feel like she didn't always have food. And I feel like she didn't always, like, there was scarcity around her. And maybe even abuse or something. Because that makes me sad. And I feel like she... She carries that on her a little bit, so she feels a little bit like it took her. She trusts everybody. That's a big deal that she trusts everybody. And you know what? I I feel like Piper is allowed to be Piper, and she had she was, this, is, this is kind of deep for a miniature horse. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like Piper's found herself in that little barnyard, okay. and she's been able to explore. And she's not scared. I feel like wherever she was, she was scared for her whole life, and. Now she gets to explore and be herself, and I feel like they're seeing her kind of pick up her heels a little bit. I don't know if she kicks, because I get kind of like a little happy kick or something. I don't know if that's like, I don't know anything about miniature horses. I don't know if that's something they do. Like, it's almost like she trots, but then she'll kick. Like, ooh, I'm excited. Like that. And she feels like she's getting pep in her step. And she might be reliving her ponyhood a little bit, because I wonder if her inner pony wasn't allowed, maybe she wasn't allowed to be like a child, you know, or something. So I I feel like she's finding herself (laughs) in this barn. She's on a spiritual awakening. Honestly, she feels like she's. Oh, and I. Oh, what did she feels like? I. The affectionate thing, yes. I get a nibbling thing that's not mean. It's nice. Like and that's how she shows. Like I love you. I'm gonna chew on you a little bit, or or show you. I may, I wonder if they do that to each other because it feels like a behavior, and it's something with her mother. Oh my god, I'm getting mom issues. <gasps> Because I get something with her mother, too. Like, I don't know if they do that to each other. Like, mom does it to the baby or something. Like, a little nibble or chewing or kind of, like, grooming. I don't know what that is. But I get, like, a nibble. Okay. And she, that's, like, I don't know. Oh, poor Piper. Piper. And I have a question about Piper. Yeah. Okay. So, I know Carol L. She came on the ghost hunt we did in St. Augustine. Yeah, she's a green koi. I know her color. She's a green koi. So, my question is, <laughs> is Piper absorbing her green, green koi? You know... I think so. Yes. I, I think that's like what I a green coys is per I feel like green coises are perfect rescue. I mean everyone's everyone's a perfect rescuer for any animal, by the way. But I feel like Carol being a green coys, green coises are real big on like you yeah. do you, you know, like you be you. Here you know, you, you go live in your they don't try to like impart their personification on anybody, is what I'm trying to say, like an animal. So I'm sure Carol's very much like be a pony. And she's being a pony. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I got to sit with that all this stuff. That was deeper than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. Those were deeper than cat yeah, or they, dog reading. Yeah, they went deep. We went you Like, went deep. I cried. You, yeah. Hammy made me like, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, so ha- curious about like, this. Like, we need, like, the stories of Hammy. 
the kindergarten, the yes. kindergarten we, hamster. Yes. Like in what he sees. Yes. Like sends pictures. Give us some pictures. Like of what the kid. What yeah. little Michael does to him or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what he sees. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the next book. All, All right. right. Well, let's do a couple of as we come back. You're gonna do your thing. <laughs> You know, spring is a wonderful time for a reset, time to let go of whatever's not serving you and make way for a new season with new growth and change. And the best way to give your hair the reset it needs this spring is some scalp care. Healthy hair starts at the scalp. Waze got the scalp care to help you let your hair down this season and get it looking stronger, fuller, healthier. And, you know, if your hair is feeling your scalp is feeling flaky and your hair is looking a little dull, Way has the product to help you care from the top down and meet all your hair care needs. You know, my um, scalp serum from Way goes missing all the time. And I'll tell you where I find it <laughs> my teenager's bedroom because she's using it too. And in both of our hair, I have noticed that it has a thicker, fuller appearance. It's looking shinier. It just... You can tell you use it consistently enough. And then all of a sudden I look at pictures from months ago before I was using it. And now I'm like, wow, okay, it's, there's a difference. And I can tell scalp serum balances and hydrates your scalp. You upgrade your spring routine by dropping way in every day. So easy. I do it before bed, wet or dry hair. It doesn't matter. It's a daily scalp serum that can be used day or night. Like I said, with wet or dry hair and it soothes, it soothes irritation, especially when you keep your hair in ponytails or tight styles and keeps your hair stronger and fuller. Um, for that healthy, hydrated, balanced scalp. The way to healthy hair this season and beyond, it starts here. Go to the way, dot com slash aura for 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way, dot com slash aura for 15% off your entire purchase. Did you know that one out of eight couples struggle with infertility? Seriously, that is a staggering statistic that most people don't know or aren't ready to talk about. But we need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and our future. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA, you can get $20 off your test. Plus you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash 
KYA, that means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash KYA, modernfertility.com slash KYA. So something I've been seeing a lot on the Mystic Michaela spiritual family page are questions about like aura exceptions. Maybe you don't resonate with all the attributes of yellow or red or indigo or purple or what have you. So I thought this would be a good episode to discuss that and see if any of these apply to you. Because sometimes the aura exceptions are also very individualistic and are only attributed to that aura color. So like by aura exceptions, you can also figure out your aura color is what I'm trying to say. But before we begin, um, yeah, so like I have to teach auras, you know, I'm teaching and when I teach, I tend to generalize so that everybody, like, you know, the majority of people can understand it. But a lot of people, like I'll have a reading with you and I'll say something like, okay, you know, I'll say that the whole teaching thing. And I'm like, but you're different because some people are, some people just don't follow the general rule, but overall, and if you've been listening a while, like you, you know what I'm about to say, it doesn't matter what aura color you are. You know what I mean? Like the, the important thing is the journey you go on trying to figure that out or anything out, anything you do in life that gets you to be introspective and start asking questions like, do I like that? Or have I been programmed to like that? Or is this something I'm pretending and I've just bought it over the years? Like anything that gets you thinking like that, that's amazing. And I love aura colors because for me, I feel like they can do that in the best way possible. So don't ever worry about what somebody else tells you you are. It's all about you and you finding the place in you that feels truthful and resonates for you. But yeah, I guess like, you know, when I, when I describe aura colors, it's kind of like symptoms. It's like, these are the symptoms of having this aura. It's not exactly, and the symptoms aren't always indicative of, of like what it is of, of the actual aura color. They're just kind of like the presenting symptoms I usually see. Um, so if you can think of it that way, but all the, but the motivations are the same, like behind it. And I'm going to explain this for each color. The motivations are the same. So sometimes the symptoms are different, but the motivations are the same. So keep that in mind as I go through it. Cause that's going to come up a lot. And also as you, cause a lot of you have been like sticking around here for a while. So you might notice that you've changed since diving into your aura colors. And I'll tell you why. What happens is you might be digging up stuff from your childhood, your inner child stuff, because a lot of people, a lot of kids do change their auras. That happens. Just life and programming and society. But when you start doing the spiritual work, you can start like reclaiming some of that energy again. So you might start noticing some parts of you are a little bit more blue or a little bit more pink. And it's just recent. And you might be actually reclaiming things from your most authentic inner child self that have been put away for a while and need to be taken out. And and it's good when that happens because it means that you feel safe. And it means that you're feeling heard. And it means that your your life force energy feels like it can present itself this way to you without being shut down. So it's actually a really good thing. So keep that in mind too. Here's the deal. You can't go wrong exploring your energy. You can't go wrong exploring your aura colors. 
nine times out of 10, if you're not sure if you're something and then you go try something that all those aura colors seem to love and you're like, no, like that can cue you into it really quick. For example, if I wasn't sure, like I grew up with a green dad. Um, so there's parts of me that can relate to green people, green aura people all the time. Like I can relate to them, like their need for like, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'll do that too. Like I'll, I'll put a wall up or, or I, I, I don't know. I can like shut out noise sometimes, or I can go into my own space. Um, also the way that they can, you know, cer- certain things around the house, because I grew up with a green dad, like I can be like, ah, I can YouTube that myself. I can figure that out, you know? And so, and, and usually I can. So, but you stick me in like a physics class or like the gardening club on Tuesdays, like, no, these aren't my people, you know, like they're just like, I don't fit in here and we both get it. Um, but you can't go wrong exploring it. So try everything and see what sticks and see what doesn't, you know? So it's fun to do anyways. Okay. So let's start with purple. All right. Purple in general. In general, purples, and you've heard it a million times on here. I talk about how they're the first to dance at a wedding. They're very excitable. They're really spontaneous. They say what's on their mind. They're mic drop empaths, okay? Um, I talk about purple bombs. What's a purple bomb? Episode 44, if you want the in-depth review. But a purple bomb is what I came up with to talk about what purple people do, which is purple people need change. That's your interior motivation. You need change. No matter how that looks like on the outside, the interior motivation is the same. You need change. So what I'll see purple people do is they plant things around their lives, like they plant bombs, and one day it goes off. So, for example, you have had, I mean, this is just, and and by the way, purple bombs are never fun to talk about. That's the other thing. That's the first thing because they're embarrassing. And when you retell them, everyone's like, are you a jerk? <laughs> like, because, but if you're purple, it's happened. Okay. And two, they're subconscious. If you're doing it on purple, on purpose, it's not exactly a purple bomb. So it's more of like a subconscious thing. Now, as you get on with your journey, you'll notice when you're doing it, by the way, which makes it kind of like harder to do them because what purple bombs are with purple people is it's a way to get out of something, but you get punished for it because there's a part of you that feels bad about being in need of evolution in need of change. So for example, let's say your relationship's not working out. You know, you and your partner are getting more distant, more distant, more distant, and you don't exactly you, you know, you can't, you don't know how to speak up for yourself. You don't know how to express yourself. You don't, you don't feel worthy of being like, you know, I have been noticing this or I've been doing this, you know, depending on whatever's going on with you. You're not in that space where you can vulnerably articulate like what's going on. So the subconscious takes over because it wants to change and it'll get it no matter what. And the way the subconscious will do it is it'll start, um, you know, maybe it's like, oh, I'm going to start talking to this guy at work. Now we're going to text. And now it's going to be a little bit more emotional. You know, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And then, oh, I left my phone out. Oh, my husband saw it. Oh, you know, that's like purple bomb stuff. So at the end of the day, it's because you want change. You didn't know how to do it the right way with quotations around it. So you do it in a way where you're the bad guy. So I see that a lot with purple bomb. Blue auras. So I talk a a lot about, oh, Back it up. I forgot to mention um, 
the other side of purple. Okay, other side of purple. So I will talk about quiet purples. So this is my aura exception, quiet purples. These are the purples that aren't the mic drop empaths. They don't say what's on their mind. They're not the first to dance at the wedding, okay? And their purple bombs tend to be a little quieter. They're not as explosive as that. They're a little bit more quiet about it. They're more subtle. Um, But quiet purples, you still have all like the same motivations. Like you want change. You crave change. You can be a little bit more fearful of people taking notice of you. And because of that, you tend to kind of stay in the shadows a bit, but you're still a purple because your mind, the part of you inside is constantly going. And purples, whether you're loud purple or a quiet purple, purples do this thing. I call it like life is a movie. It's like they're watching life happen as if it's a movie. Like, They see what's happening, they understand what's happening, but they don't always put themselves in it 100% emotionally. Like, they're invested, but they're not, like, part of it, if that makes sense, all the time. So they can kind of remove themselves, and quiet purples can do that a lot better. All right, so the quiet purples, like, you're kind of like a sidekick to a lot of things, but you know exactly what's going on. You got the 411, you know, and the people that are close to you know that your intuition's spot on and they'll ask you for it often. Okay, blue auras. Blue auras, I talk about them, you know, compassionate, kind, constantly helping, always noticing like, oh, where, where do you need help? Where can I help you? That kind of thing. Very selfless people. So I've talked about that a lot on here. That's blue auras. But Oh, and their motivation is to be needed. Like they want to be needed. Like they usually attach naturally a lot of their self-worth to how much they can feel other people feel good. And in the most enlightened sense of this, it's like they do God's work or whatever you want to replace with the word God. Like they do spirit's work. They do whatever you want to say is work. And when that, when they feel the other person get it, I call it the glow. Like when they feel the other person like, oh, feel seen and validated and like life is like, whoa, okay. I, you know, I feel hopeful. Then they get that feeling too. And they're like, okay, mission accomplished. So that's like the perfect blue, but or exception. What about other kinds of blue? So like, this is like victim blue. And a lot of people, this happens all the, like, cause I'll, you know, sometimes I talk about celebrities and stuff like that. Or sometimes people that aren't always on the up and up, <laughs> like with, with what's going on with them. Like, um, I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, but talking about Jen Shaw, like she's purple and blue. Okay. So everyone's like, how can she be blue? She's evil. You know, like here's the deal. Just because you are that color doesn't mean you're a saint. It means that you need to be needed. Okay. And that what can happen is if you're a victim blue or you're kind of like covert, like covert narcissisty blue or something, what can happen is that nice, beautiful gift you have to feel other people and to make them feel validated and all that, it can turn on itself. And then you can start feeling like resentful. Or if you're really off the chain, like who I just mentioned, you can start feeling like, oh, I'm helping them. Like I was helping them. I was, you know, creating systems for them to feel good. And and not realizing that you're actually capitalizing off other people's vulnerability. So blue auras, if they get very egocentric and selfish 
and like they can only see out you know from their own perspective and they lose touch with reality they can become extremely selfish people that cry and and claim to be victims instead of the perpetrators like they have a hard time taking personal responsibility for that so that's kind of like my blue aura exception it's also a place that you can go to if you're in a bad spot and you are blue same with purples purples can get quiet too even if they're loud depends on kind of phases of life okay indigo kind of piggybacking off the blue thing so indigo is like all that they're more one-on-one but a lot of the blue stuff but they like one-on-one instead of volumes of people and when i talk about indigos i talk about how oh they're emotionally empathic or you know they're very helpful or they're good listeners you know that kind of thing but i call it like this is like my aura exception for indigo so indigo you don't know you're indigo I will read sometimes people and I'll be like, you're indigo. They're like, are you? No. And I'm like, yes, (laughs) because what has happened is, and I say this because if if you're one of these, you've heard this and I've said this, like you're the only person that lives in your brain. Okay. You can't jump to different brains to see how different people think. In my line of work, I get to kind of do that. And trust me, not everybody thinks like you. So with indigos, if you're, The type of person that feels everyone's thoughts, feelings, and emotions so deeply, but for whatever reason you think that's normal, over time, especially if you've been this way since you were little, over time, you don't even realize this is a subconscious behavior that you modify everything you do, every thought you think, every want you want, every dream you have, you've modified it to accommodate the world around you at any time. So indigo, you don't know your indigo. And and a symptom of that, you can feel kind of numb or you can feel like detached from things or you can even consider yourself to be a cold person. Sometimes with indigos, I'll, they think they're aggressive or they think they're rude or they think they're mean or they think they're just like cold. And it's like, no, you're just so on top of everything. Like you've shut down your own emotions to it. Because, like, there's no connecting in your own emotions. You've jumped over that over the years and just concentrated on everybody else's stuff. You're basically just a feelings robot to everyone else's feelings. You modify yourself constantly. So you're constantly living outside of yourself. And you don't know that that's not normal. So when they start to tap back in, it can get really stressful for them. Um, Yeah, and... Let's do indigos going right into yellows. Another indigo exception is sometimes indigos are really clean and they think they're yellow. Because when I talk about yellow auras, I always talk about, oh, they're clean and they're organized and they love like little compartments for their pantry and they have, they label things and da, da, da. And some indigo people are like, oh, I do that. Why? I must be yellow. You know, sometimes you're yellow indigo, but sometimes you're just indigo, but the motivations are different. So sometimes with indigo exceptions, if you're a clean indigo, Okay, there's going to be a couple things. One, it's the motivation. So you clean for peace, you clean for zen, you organize for flow. So for indigos, the home is the most important place that there is. And you will spend time, money, and effort. Not all indigos, but some indigos. Time, money, and effort on making it like aesthetically pleasing really comfortable, organized, you know, and because you're indigo, you might notice like, huh, I noticed that all the kids leave their shoes there. 
well, I'm going to research in the Pinterest how, what to do with the shoe corner or whatever. Like, and then you like go make that, you know, but the motivation was for ease of life. Not necessarily like it is for yellow or a people more, oh, I cleaned it. It's organized system. That's different. So the motivation's different, but the action can be the same. So clean indigos, organized indigos. So let's talk about yellows. So yellows, like I said, I always talk about, okay, they like to scaffold, you know, processes to the bigger vision. They're really good at taking on big tasks. They're really good at not getting overwhelmed. At least to the rest of us, we think like, you know, people on the outside, yellow people, yellow or people never think of us about themselves because they're actually always overwhelmed on the inside. <laughs> they're like ducks, like under the water, their feet are always going, but on the top, they just look like they're gliding. So they never, yellow aura people never feel this way, but you'll know you're yellow if everyone's like, you look so good or how do you get it all done? Or when did you have time to do that? Like seriously, like that, you know, people are truly in awe of when you had time to do whatever you just did. Um... So yellow auras, like they, they like to cram a lot into their day, yellow auras. They really do. Like if there's any room on their social card, I mean, they fill that up and they like to organize for the sake of organization. That's what they do. They like to design and do that for the sake of organization, for the sake of systemic kind of the way that it systems and how it looks or whatever versus indigos, which is, it's like a different motivation. Yellows, they truly just love for the sake of it. It's not for anybody else using it. It's really just for that. <laughs> so they just get real pleasure out of that. Um, but some yellow auras, and I get this all the time, you guys are like, but I'm so dirty. <laughs> like I, you should see my house. <laughs> like I hear yellow or some of you yellow auras, like, like, you'll forget something really important. You're like, I'm the worst yellow ever. I totally forgot this. You know, I flipped around dates or I didn't do this or I didn't do this. All right. So let me explain yellow auras to you. It, it's not always like across the board, you're little miss perfect. Usually with yellow aura people, they pick one part of their life where they're especially focused. So I have a friend um, and she's yellow and blue but she's so messy. Like her car is messy. Her house is messy. She doesn't even want people over because she's always so like, she's like, it's dirty. It's disgusting, but she's so yellow. And I'll tell you all her effort. This girl is constantly social. She's got the calendar on her phone with all the kids and everything. You know, there's not a free moment. Every weekend's packed. They go to every party you could think of. Like they're always going, you know, her kids have a million things going on. She has a million things going every, you know, they have a million things going on all the time. And so she's more yellow that way. Like the system and the structure is more of a social one versus like the label, you know, label maker veggie drawer one. <laughs> so it's just kind of where you put it when you're yellow. Um, and so that's something to think about. Green auras. So green auras in general, I talk about them very focused, very passionate about like one thing and then they kind of put blinders up. But green auras kind of like when I generalize, I, t I do talk about them a lot because they get, they can close off their emotions. And it's really like a, like kind of an energy saving tactic I feel like they have. So they can focus so much on the one specialty that everybody else would never think that much about. Like they can focus on that a hundred percent without worrying about like anything else. And it's, it's amazing. And we need them because they figure stuff out. That's like important and stuff. <laughs> that's how I think about green, super important and stuff, but they get kind of the rep 
of being closed off. I feel like when I talk about them, but that's not always true for green auras. There are so many emotionally open green aura people. So I'll get, like, I didn't think I was green cause I'm not, you know, closed off. And I love, you know, talking to people about feelings and whatnot. So this is, a, so these are some aura exceptions for green people. Cause the motivation with greens is to redo something more efficiently, no matter what it is. And we see a lot of greens in like science and tech. So, you know, that's kind of what I like, I, I probably end up focusing on a lot. And that's like what the, a lot of the celebrities that are easy to point out are, you know, they focus really hard on like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk, like they focus really hard on like one thing and then like everything else seems a little bit like disconnected around them. But there's like a ton of you green aura people out there and you redo things to make them better with people too. I mean, the best therapist I ever had was a green aura guy. I mean, you know, they're wonderful mediators. Okay. Green auras can be, and this is kind of like, I guess an exception, but it's really not. I should just talk about it more. Green auras can be amazing mediators. They can hear both sides of an argument and they can listen and they don't let emotions get involved and they validate everybody. And then they're like, okay, let's find a way. Um, they're amazing healers, teachers, listeners. I mean, Mr. Rogers is a green aura. Okay. He's green blue. So if you think about that, you know, he knew about children and what they needed. And then he developed this whole show and this whole, I mean, revolution about talking to children in a way that, I mean, he's Mr. Rogers, you know, so he was green aura, but he developed a way to make something that existed better, but that was emotional. So Green aura exceptions is, yeah, they can be, they're very passionate and they're very focused and they want to make things better, but they're not always closed off. They can be open, especially if they want to make something better that's social. Red auras. So in general, when I talk about red auras, I'm like, they're competitive and they have red rants and they're athletic and they're leaders and they like to be in charge and they don't like authority and da, 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 da. Well, not all the time. Here's some aura exceptions. There are some, you know, they're not always like ragey and angry. You know, they don't, they don't all have like anger issues. They don't all have road rage problems. <laughs> like they're, they're okay. I think like they're not all athletic. They are competitive though, but sometimes they can be just competitive with themselves in a way. Like I want to be, you know, I want to get the best grade on this math test in this class, you know, like that kind of thing. So it's not always like this roar energy with red auras. Um, they don't always all have some sort of arrogance about them. Like I'm the best, I'm the top dog. Um, you know, they're not all like that. Usually like with red auras, like red aura exceptions, I'll see they're just protective and they don't want to be bothered and they hate drama and they don't, they don't want the people they love to be bothered either. They're overall, the motivations with red auras is there is a problem. Let's solve it. The quicker, the better. Thank you. <laughs> like that. Turquoise auras. So when I talk about the turquoises, I talk a lot of, you know, they're spiritual, you know, they're mirrors. They're like water. Their, their power is holding what you're not seeing and showing you. And if you don't, if you're a turquoise and you don't know you're doing that, it can be real confusing because you're like, why did I think, you know, that your phases in life can be very convincing to you. Like when you go through a phase or whatever, 
and then you're out of the face, you're like, I really did believe that about myself, you know? So it can be, so that's kind of how I talk about turquoises, but there are exceptions. And, you know, sometimes with turquoises, just because I've been reading so many more of them lately, um, they're really good at borrowing other people's traits. And so when you come to the conclusion that you're a turquoise aura, you might notice that throughout your life, taking on different identities and really throwing yourself into different situations and different people and different relationships, you didn't just experience it like you were it. And a like a turquoise aura doesn't always resonate right away with the crystals and the spiritual and the woo-woo and the mirror thing. They might feel more like a green aura sometimes, like what? like more logical. Because a lot of times when you're a turquoise and you're kind of like awakening to it, you can be like, well, who am I? And how do I trust myself moving forward? And you can have a hard time like even understanding what your identity is. And here's the deal if you're a turquoise, it's because you really shouldn't have to pick an identity. Like you're a soul in a human body. Identity is like an ego 3D thing. It really is. And there's so many ways we label it. And I've talked about this. There's so many ways we label it in our society, in our 3D world. You know, there's gender, there's race, there's job title, there's socioeconomic. I mean, there's so many ways you can, nationality, all that kind of stuff. And turquoises are just like, I don't get it. You know, so they think they got to pick one and they don't. So turquoise exception, you don't always resonate with like the woo-woo yet. It can take you a minute, but you'll get there. You always do. Finally, Oh, and I need to explain this one last thing before I get on to pink because I put this in my notes but in the wrong spot because I'm purple and it's about purple. So that makes sense. You can be fun even if you're not purple. Okay. Like sometimes people, people are like, oh, I wish I were fun like a purple or, you know, are you sure I'm not purple because I'm so much fun. It's like, all aura colors are fun. Like everyone can like just, I mean, come to one of our Mystic Mikhail spiritual family events. Like you'll see all the aura colors having a great time. Okay. Like everyone can have fun. You don't have to just be purple to have fun. Now purples have fun when they're kind of embarrassing themselves, maybe better than the aura colors, but all right. Pink. When I talk about pinks, I talk about, you know, they have a naivete about them. They're very, I talk about like princess vibes or if you're like a boy Peter Pan vibes a little bit. Very childlike is my point. Very childlike with your energy. I talk about the joy bubble, which is what I call pink auras have their own like little la-la land bubble that they prefer to stay in. And if they stay in there too long, then what happens is the rest of the world like thinks poorly of you. And then you start to be like, whatever, I don't care, you know, and then people can take advantage of you. So it's important to leave the joy bubble to assert yourself every once in a while but pink exceptions you pink aura people you are stubborn okay like and sometimes somebody's like is my daughter really pink i mean she's so stubborn and feisty i'm like that sounds like a pink (laughs) that sounds exactly like a pink aura they're kind of like red auras but they're pink so they can be a little bit more emotional about it less logical a little bit like Pink auras are very feisty. They're very independent. You know, I just watched that Pamela Anderson documentary. I mean, you saw her, like, she'd go, if you watched it, I mean, this isn't even a spoiler. Like, she got married a bunch of times. Like, she kind of would go into a relationship, like, oh my God, fairy tale, we're in love. And then all of a sudden be like, ah, I gotta go, you know, and leave the guy in the most dramatic, independent, 
woman empowering way ever because it was always like a weird situation. You know, they don't take nonsense. They really don't. They will take it up to a point and then they'll just freak out on you. They're very easy to underestimate. So pink auras aren't all roses and Chardonnay. <laughs> like they're very feisty um, and they're stubborn. They're more stubborn than other aura colors. They are stubborn to the point of frustration with the people who know them because it, it defies logic, their stubbornness. But it's why we love them in a way. Um, and they will, they're totally aware of their reality. I think of Brittany. I, I know she's got stuff going on too, which we don't have to get into. That's probably beyond this. But like she kind of pops in every once in a while be like, hey guys, lay off. <laughs> you know, I'm not dead and I'm not, you know, anywhere else. I'm here. Okay. All right. Like they come back and then they go back to dancing and spinning. All right. So it, it she's always my easy to go to pink kind of explain because it's, we're like, are you okay? And then she's like, I'm fine. And you're like, you believe her. You're like, okay, I guess she's fine. All right. And then she goes back to it and you're like, is she? You know, so that's kind of how pink auras are. All right. Aura exceptions. I hope this helped you kind of pin down maybe where the parts of you that weren't fitting in with the generalized descriptions now start to make more sense. And I want to hear more of your aura exceptions on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family page. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so I'm really excited to hear about your aura exceptions over on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook page. All right. I, I mean, I really hope... <laughs> Carla comes through with Hammy the hamster. We need, some, I, I, we need more I, info about Hammy. I just want to know about this because it's going to really, I really, I know I, I know I keep repeating it, but it's just going to blow my mind. I, the other question I have is like, um, do other, can you, like a goldfish, can you read a goldfish? I mean, we're, we're going down to a hamster. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, oh. you, like without fur, it gets harder. Look, what about a bee? Can you read a bee? I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't know. Like I'm stretching myself today. Like I feel like. The, the duck you said was a stretch. Yeah, but I felt the duck. duck. Yeah. Like, I felt that duck. Like, they, they have personalities. Like, I feel the personality, yeah. you know, come through. But, like, lizards and things like that, that can oh. be hard. Oh, okay. We were just, okay, over the weekend, we went to the Everglades. Oh, right. To a, like, airboat ride to our touristy thing oh. Oh, in, yeah. um, I think yeah. it was called the Holiday Park, Everglades Holiday Park in yes. Weston, Weston, Florida. Yeah. Middle of absolute nowhere, out in the middle of. The Everglades. Yeah. And, it was a very oh, touristy thing to do. And alligators everywhere. Yes. So what about, can you read? Well, should we call I'll call it. Oh, okay. Overtime. Overtime. Okay, so that means, you know, you can go now. You, you, may, you may go. <laughs> you may go. It's on you. <laughs> it's on you. Anything you we say. say now. All right. So what about an alligator? Can you read an alligator? You know, oh, that's hard. Um, you know, Okay. So you take this airboat ride at this place and there were tons of gators out there. And yeah. they were like real lively the gators in the wild. And then when you come back, um, there were gators, but they were in captivity and they did not feel the same as the gators yeah. in the wild, Which like is, at all. I thought that was real, real too. So there, there's this gator boy show. I think they had a TV show. I'm not sure. Yeah. But gator I'm, boys. There was a lot of drunk people in the crowd. So and many they kept, drunk people. <laughs> kept shouting, gator boys. Yeah. It was gator really, boys. it was, it was an interesting crowd. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what's going, where are we? And <laughs> they were you, like, yeah, they were trying to get the gators to do things and stuff. Yeah. This guy, yeah. he's surrounded by like six, seven foot gators. They're huge, huge. Massive I think they're gators. bigger than that. Maybe bigger. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how big an alligator gets, but they were huge and they didn't do anything. He, like, no. he, he like put his hand in their mouths and his he kissed them and yeah they looked like rubber yeah he looked like he was just pulling like he'd pull them by the I, first of all I, it annoyed me I didn't like it because yeah. you know here's my red coming out here 
You know, I'm team alligator here. Yeah, I, mean, I wish one gator. of them would have just like ate them and be done with this <laughs> dumb always, show. We're always team gator. Yeah. Well, these are um, in Florida. I guess there's this like law. Nuisances. Yeah. Nuisance yeah. gators. You have to, over a certain amount long. You have to kill them. Or keep them in captivity forever. They don't let you relocate them. Yeah, because the guy did say, like, you could put them 50 miles out in the Everglades, yeah. and he's going to come right back. They'll come back. They'll come so right back. these were the ones that he had in captivity would have been shot and killed if it weren't for him keeping them there. But, you right. know, but they don't know that. They're just sitting there. They look really, like, turned off or something. Yeah. Like, their energy did not have a signature versus the ones in nature had more of a signature. Yeah, they just laid there. Yeah. And- then, like, he wanted one of them. It was like, because I think he rotates them for the shows. He did he say that, yeah. And then one of them didn't want to do it. And he just takes it by the tail and drags them. Drags them. And know. that gator could, you know, obviously easily, easily chew him apart. Yeah. But he doesn't. You thought <laughs> so, you think he drugged them. I thought he, I thought, <laughs> I thought he was giving him some drugs. You know? I don't know. He was saying they just maybe, know him. Yeah. Maybe Hammy's the supplier. I don't know. <laughs> and, but yeah, he was saying they know, but. That's like tourist things in Florida you I'm, do. It was uh, a very touristy place. It was. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm not scared of gators, but on the way home, I did need to get gas. Oh my God. And I forgot about this. So there's this. this gas station right across from the park, a yeah. little, you know, half Middle a mile away. Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. But it's. Next to and also part of a massive <laughs> next to and curiously also part, part of, of yeah a massive <laughs> biker bar slash musical venue yeah slash restaurant yeah there's tons of, I don't I was trying to <laughs> slash oh, market of wares tons of stuff and it's all bikers there's no cars I'm no. like the only you know just a, bikes yeah and here's the thing I'm driving up and I'm like really Scott and you're like really um, we got to do it I've had like six miles left to yeah. go and you're, normally I don't have that little but this time I did I had to do it yeah. And um, I'm driving up my little Rav Four, you know, and and here's the thing: I have my Know Your Aura with Mystic McKayla shirt on. Now, right, and your uh, license plate. Yeah, your right. License my license plate, plate says Know Your Aura. <laughs> says Know Your Aura, right? Because I didn't have my New York plates anymore. Uh, Forget it. But um, so you know, I'm a little bit nervous here, you know, because you know I got the shirt on, whatever. Yeah. So, so what happened? Like you gave me a little pep talk before I left the car. I did. So, uh, well, first we're like, all right, like, because the kids were involved at this point. Because so we're like, daddy. And there were, um, it was very crowded. And yeah, always oh, bikers everywhere. And we're like, Scott, can, like, can you just use the card this time? Because, you know, your red ore is like, no, I can only pay ga- uh, cash at gas stations I don't know uh, right. well. And we're like, come on, dude, like, just use the card. And you're like, no going in i'm gonna use the cash and we're like oh my god and you grabbed your bills hat <laughs> and then you get out of the car and i think you grew like two feet i, I did and you got like a lot more chest muscles <laughs> well it was like i kept <laughs> like really I took, puffed yourself up yeah I, I took a lot of deep breaths and then i pinned my shoulders real way back right and, you know and i you know but my elbows out yeah and, and, and abby's like, like is daddy breathing is he okay <laughs> i'm strutting around i'm like what's he why is he fucking like that? Yeah. And you walk in. <laughs> what were you saying to yourself? I was like, all right, I'm going to say as little words as possible when I'm yeah. in there. I'm just going to get it like 20, 20 on two, 20, 20 on two. two. And I'm like in my head, I'm like $20, 20 on, two. on two, 20 on two, 22 pack of marbles, 20 on two, <laughs> 20 on two, no filter, no filter the marbles. Bud, Budweiser, give me a bud. And you go up to so the, I go the up counter to the guy, and you're like. It was just like a normal person. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like 20 on two, marble light. No. <laughs> no, I didn't get my roll. But I said 20. I'm like, 20 on two. We good? I'm like, we good? He's like, good. <laughs> you gave your 20? <laughs> I gave my 20. 
just like, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to like, be, I didn't want to get like change or anything. I just wanted you had, to be like, you had a 20. 20. Yeah, yeah. I just had a 20. Like if I had a hundred, I didn't want to get in there with that. Right, or no. Just 20 on two. Yeah. That's all I kept saying. 20 on two. So, you know, I came back out and. You know, I was like, you pumped the gas. Yeah, I'm walking out, like strutting out, like yeah. pumped the gas. But everyone's wearing like leather. Oh yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah. and you're like in your know your aura yeah. t-shirt. Yep, I spit a few times. Like <laughs> you did. Yeah, you did. I kept I spit. You know. Yeah. All yeah, right. <laughs> Nobody even looked no. at you. <laughs> no, but they it seemed like a they, they seemed they like a nice fine. crowd. They were all there were a lot of drunk people there, but no, they were fine. Yeah. It was fine. I'm it was back. daytime too. It yeah, was like I want to go back next weekend. Go right up to the bar. All right. And with my know your aura shirt on, be like, hey, guys, you have a red aura. And it's, I'll probably get punched or something. <laughs> I don't know. They did have a lot of police there, though. There were a lot of police there. So there'd there. have to be some stuff it, it that was, goes down. But I was looking, and it was like a real... There were a lot of different kinds of people there. Yeah, there, there was. There yeah, was, like yeah. there was. It was. No, it looked like a very actually inclusive crew. It did. And yeah, I'm sure if I didn't have a know your aura shirt on, <laughs> I I'd be fine. I had my Bills hat on, so sometimes you know, you know, I don't know. Talk about cold reading. Like every once in a while, I'll get somebody and they'll give me a picture of their boyfriend, and he's like a biker or something, and and it's just funny. Like they're probably like some of the most sensitive people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, like they're so sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> like they probably cry and have kittens. I mean, something goes, something had to go down because usually you don't see. No, there were a lot of cops. Like a lot of cops just there had, were a and lot. they weren't doing anything. They were just like it's watching. Like they just, it's like they, know. they knew they had to be there. They knew like <laughs> a certain song comes on and, you know, like what's, <laughs> like Steely Dad comes on. Well, or, I don't you know, know. Yeah. And, like, and all hell breaks loose. Like God knows. I don't even know because it's start. just like the location where it is, <laughs> yeah. and it's in it's it's not near anything. Yeah, anything. Nothing, nothing. There's no like even or maybe they, maybe they were even McDonald's checking for, uh, nearby. Maybe for drunk. Maybe they're getting drunk drivers or something. Okay. I don't know because like everyone. I mean everyone's drinking there. Yeah, and then they're just right. It's right off like the highway oh of the of the. Uh, so, all right, we got to end this. Yeah, but, that, yeah. that, it was <laughs> it was it was like it was like a different universe. Different universe. We should get different out more world. though. Really, we do. We don't get out a lot. No. So, so to everyone like, else are like, huh? Things like, like this shock us. Yeah, people are like, what are you? This is no. Why are they doing this? I'm like, why? But that's on you because you could have left. You it's overtime. Left. It's overtime. This is your time. You're wasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all but right, bud. Give me a bud, Barbara. Twenty on two. No filter. Whiskey, no filter. Whiskey, no whiskey, ice. Straight, no ice. <laughs> whiskey, no ice. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're all set. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, let's end this. This podcast is for you and about you. And we're wow, so glad you you came with us. You came and hung out with us today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.